Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how's it going? Hello. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Oh, superb, mate. Absolutely superb. Uh, had a good weekend? Looking ahead to the weekend as well, coming? Yeah, yeah. betting-wise. Personal, <laughs> good. Betting, rotten. In fact, my whole... <laughs> My whole 2022 has been rotten for betting so far. Absolutely. Baba. But um, less said about that, the better. You, you did all right, didn't you? On the old selection yeah. front. Yeah. Well, I'll get on to that in just a sec. Let me do the recap. La- ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second tier betting. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our best bet for the championship this weekend, our next best bet, and then a long shot, and then finish things off with a treble as well. So you're getting both bets both sets of bets from me and Jimmy today. As always, please get my responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. All right, Jimmy, how did you do at the weekend? Rubbish, rubbish. It's been a rubbish year, rubbish January. Um, I had more losers, more voids. I'm just looking at the, looking at the spread now. <laughs> it's pretty bleak for me. Um, uh, my nap, Luton, plus half a goal. They've gone six hours away from home. Without conceding, and uh, Blunt, Chef United put two past him. Loser, Mitrovic, he wasn't in the squad. Void, Derby and Forest, Derby lost. I thought if um, Lawrence scored that chance in the first half, it could have been a different game, but that was over before it began. So losers, losers, losers. I'm down to just two points profit for the uh, for the season now. Completely decimated over the Christmas and January period, but. Enough about me, because uh, you had a good you had a good uh, weekend, didn't you? I, I did have a good week, but I just want to give you a confidence booster because you're you're a great tipster, and it's only a matter of time before you get back on track. You're still in the plus, which is I think is a positive in itself. So let, let, let's not focus on the negatives with this, Jimmy. Positive mindset—that's how we head yes. into this weekend. Uh, but yeah, it was a full house for me last week. My first full house in a while as well. So I was absolutely buzzing last week. My nap was Fulham to win. And score over 1.5 goals. That came in at 6-4. to four. West Brom with a minus one handicap against Peterborough eventually sailed in at evens. And my long shot of Hull to beat Bournemouth came in at 5-1. to one. I, When I saw that one coming, I was like, oh, this is a this is a good weekend. It was definitely pints on me that weekend. Um, so, yeah, what a weekend. Always gives you an extra spring in your step as well heading into this podcast when you've had a good week. So, let's see if I can carry on that flow heading into this week. Um, let's go to your nap first, Jimmy. What's your best bet in the championship this coming weekend? Yeah, because of the rotten run I'm on, I, I have... And tag, uh, I have gone over these for ages. Last minute change just before we've gone uh, gone live. I've gone. My nap is Bournemouth um, to beat Barnsley. Uh, it's at Oakwell. You can get that at thirteen to seventeen uh, with SBK, which is around sort of one point seven six, I think, uh, off the top of my head. And to be honest, my my jaw just dropped when I saw the price. I I, I don't think it's worth complicating, uh, despite they've um, the sort of stuttering run as of late for the Cherries. They um they are the the quality within their squad is indisputable. You you just regardless of an unfortunate um loss to Luton and, and Hull really, which if you look at the underlying data, were were undeserved. They um the first half I, I was having a look on Twitter at, at Bournemouth sort of Bournemouth fans Twitter and, and they were raving about the performance. Anyone would have thought that they, they'd already won the game. And uh, to be fair, that there was pretty overwhelming in that first half. And and, and on the uh, according to the XG goal, the, the XG um, 
difference. They, they could have won that goal by two two goals. Uh, similar story against Luton, um, where 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 they did more than enough to get something from the game. So a bit a bit um, unfortunate not to have picked up anything from the last two fixtures. And I said to uh, Parker, I said a few times when talking about Bournemouth on this on this show this season that Parker is um, a process man. I don't think he's. Uh, He'll react um, too over the top to these these disappointing results. Um, the only the only slight concern is Bournemouth fans weren't surprised, uh, from what I can gather, by these results. It seems to me that they're sort of saying that they have rode their luck. They have been fortunate this season, and and this sort of um, this sort of hiccup was uh, was overdue. But you look at um, I don't watch them every week, but you look at the data, and even if they are overperforming in some aspects, with the quality they have, Solanke. Uh, Christie, uh, Lerma, even the experience of Cahill, the quality of Kelly, the Stranford in January, you're always going to do better than the statistics suggesting, and you can't, you can't, you can't over rely on them from my point of view. Um, and obviously, they they are travelling to South Yorkshire to face the worst side in the league by some distance. They are bottom. Uh, bear in mind, Co- um, Do- Coventry. Bear in mind, Derby had a 21 points deduction, which which takes some doing. They've only won twice all season. And if you look at the data of them against Derby, they uh, lost the XGD, the ex- uh, expected goal difference um, between the two sides, fortunate to win. And then their only other win came on the second game of the season. They beat Coventry 1-0. Coventry nearly generated um, two goals, expected goals. Barnsley generated less than half. So uh, two wins, shouldn't have even won them. I just think no need to complicate this. Just go go with Bournemouth. Too much quality and a uh, backable price. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. There's Everyone's got every right to be concerned about Bournemouth at the moment, but the fact of the matter is they are by far a better side than Barnsley, who are just so torrid right now. So, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from with that bet. My nap is also quite a straightforward one for me. It's from the late game on Sunday. It's Forrest to beat Cardiff 13-8 to at Bet365. I feel like Cardiff's poor season has really gone under the radar. They have been woeful. To be frank, if it wasn't for points deductions at other sides, they will they would be five points from safety in the relegation zone. They picked up just two points in six games and keep note of this, have the worst home record in the division, even worse than Barnsley. They've lost nine out of their 12 matches at the Cardiff City Stadium. And a lot of this hasn't been spoken about much, I feel, maybe because other clubs have been in dire straits. And they've kind of overshadowed how bad a season Cardiff have been having. But there is no denying it. Cardiff are really, really poor. In addition to this, Kiefer Moore has been struggling for fitness recently. He's their main goal-scoring threat. And even then, isn't having the best season of his career. Uh, the main creative outlet in Ryan Giles has been recalled from his loan, although he has been linked with a move back. I'd be very surprised if it's actually before this game. Um, and also defensively, they're in absolute shambles at the moment. So there's not much going their way right now. And they're definitely a side to be worried about, considering they're not far off uh, dipping into the bottom three um, in real time with points deductions, if you see what I mean. Forrest, on the, on the other hand, they're absolutely flying. Six wins in eight, including a Derby win against Derby last weekend. The players oozing with confidence. The fans feeling as optimistic as ever. It's a good place to be right now. And in addition to that, for the purpose of this bet, they've got the fourth best away record in the league. So you've got them coming up against the team with the worst home record. And it's 13 to 8. And both teams are at complete opposite ends of the scale in terms of atmosphere at the club and form. And it's 13 to 8. 
13 to 8, Jimmy. Um, I'm having that all day long. My my eyes nearly fell out when I saw that price. It's such a backable price, and I'll be taking that all day long. Some people may have reservations about backing away teams, but with this, I don't see how much more evidence you need that this is a good away bet. What do you think, Jimmy? Yeah, um, when when you set off talking, I was thinking, mm, Cardiff looked quite good when uh, the last time I watched them. And then you mentioned Giles gone, creativity, more um, obviously struggling with injury. That's two major things. And then just looking, uh, just thinking about it, um, Forest of Strength in January, Cook, what a great signing that is, the experience. And then Davis looks like a real um, focal point up top. He got his first goal. He's not prolific in such but he certainly adds a different dimension to their attack and then I was thinking maybe the gloss is starting to uh, to come off um, Morrison getting the permanent job maybe fans are going to get a little bit restless I know they're allowed back in stadiums in Wales now and then you talk about the contrasting records at home for Cardiff and away for Forest and um, yes I am all over that a great price I think and in, in it's a great bet yeah, I can't believe that there's such a big price to be quite frank um, and I, as soon as I it was one of those bets that as soon as I looked at the betting odds this weekend, I just instantly put money on it because mm. um, it was one of them. I was like, well, I'm all over that straight away. What's your next best bet then, Jimmy? Yeah, um, I am gone for goals. Both teams to score in Preston North End's game against Bristol City. You can get that at 19 to 20 with SBK. Um, although it's, it's similar, it's similar across sort of most of your major bookies. So you, uh, there's not much price difference. Uh, and Preston made a cracking start under uh, under the new boss Low. The the only sort of blemish on on this short seven game stint thus far is the one nil loss. Um, in South Wales against Swansea, but looking at that game, it took an absolute screamer from Manning to separate the sides and only um, 0.14 of a goal uh, on the expected goal difference was the difference between them. So there was unfortunate even to drop points there. Uh, otherwise, it is um, the other games, they well, they played seven in total, won three, um, drawn two. Uh, and that that was the only defeat. Another really impressive win last night. Um against a West Brom side that had, until that game, gone unbeaten at home, um, which was pretty impressive. The The most striking thing about that performance was um, was how they dominated. I know West Brom aren't a side to dominate the ball under Ishmael, um, but, but Preston really took the game to them. And, and if you were watching that, not knowing how things had gone so far in the championship, then you'd be struggling to know, uh, you'd be struggling to work out who, who was the favourite in that game because I, I think Preston went off at uh, around three, four to one. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I've gone, despite um, the start Preston had made under low, I've gone for goals goals here because Preston have scored in all uh, six of the seven games under low so far. Both teams have scored, landed in f- four of those. Um, and and the games have averaged around two point three goals per game. He's uh, he's an exciting manager. He, he likes to play. It's it's a pretty standard formation these days with the three three at the back. But he, 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 the way he uses his central midfielders always interests me. You have Potts at, uh, on one wing at uh, one wing back position, so he's always got sort of four central midfielders on the pitch. Um, just really exciting. Um, so and and goals have been sort of. Been sort of a theme of his of his early uh, of his of his days so far. Although they have sort of dried up in the last two games, but I don't think that's a reflection on North End. I think that's a reflection on the opposition. We know how Swansea like to dominate the ball. They're a bit boring now. They've tightened up at the back. They're a bit boring. The goals never sort of flow in their fixtures. In West Brom, the sort of the frustration around Valerian Ishmael came to fruition last night. One of the worst 
displays I've seen all season. So I don't think the lack of goals in Preston's last two games is a reflection on Lowe or his team. Uh, and then obviously quickly, quick word on the Robins. Last seven, <laughs> both teams to score has landed in all of the games, as has overs. 4.6 goals a game. I know you got the eight goal against Fulham uh, in the midst of that, but I, I was shocked to see um, how, how the goals have been flying in. Uh, in, in Bristol City's fixtures. So I, I like both teams to score here. Um yeah, and it is a similar prize to uh, the overs. So and obviously you need a you need a goal less, but you need both teams to score. Um and with the attacking talent the uh the visitors have got um Pearson has sort of stumbled a, across a, a sort of um solution to because he was making it so, himself difficult for him with Semenya, uh Vyman and um Martin, but he's decided to play all three and the, the goals have started to flow at both ends for them. So I was surprised to see both teams to score at, uh, long, uh, as long as it was here. And uh, yeah, that's my next best. Yep, sounds good to me. Fully backed it up there. My next best is Tom Lawrence to score any time for Derby against Birmingham. 10-3 at Paddy Power and Betfair. I'll start, start off by saying my next best this weekend was going to be Derby to win against Birmingham. The majority of that is down to how bad Birmingham are at the moment. They're a side really struggling. It's one win in eight for them. And even then, that win was against Barnsley. And they're awful. So why, why are Birmingham struggling? Many reasons, really. The main reason is players who have since left the club and injuries. You've got Tariff Chong, Riley McGree, Matthias Sarkic, Dion Sanderson. All have been really important players for Blues this season, but have all been recalled from their loans for differing reasons. Then other players have been injured, the likes of Maxime Collan, for example. Lee Bowyer's come in for a bit of criticism too, but most things have been pointed at the board, and that's what's led to the recent protests that have happened at St Andrews. And there's a lot of bad blood around the club right now. On the other hand, you've got Derby, who aren't in great shakes themselves behind the scenes, as we all know. But instead, the players seem to thrive on that when that is the case. Prior to the Forest game at the weekend, they picked up 13 points from a possible 15. And I think they'll bounce back here. 13-10 is a good price for them to do so. But I've gone for Tom Lawrence to score any time because I think 10-3 to 3 is a massive price for him to do so. He is Derby's main goal threat. Eight goals this season, twice as many as the next highest goal scorer. He's also got three goals in his last two games and he takes penalties too. So I'll definitely have a bit of that and wouldn't put any anyone off mixing Derby to win and Tom Lawrence to score any time. They'll probably pay a decent little price that. So that's my next best bet for this weekend. Anything you want to add there, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I was um, taken aback by how good Tom Lawson was when I saw him uh, firsthand when I went to watch uh, Derby play United. He's obviously one of the best braces I've ever seen live. And then uh, I watched the game after against Forest, and he just he's, he's in a he's in a real purple patch. He seems confident. Everything good comes through him. And he's got a really good relationship with um, Colin Kazim Richards. Them two link up really well. And bonus that he's on penalties. Yeah, um, ten to three does seem like value given his form and, and the confidence he's playing with at the minute. Yeah, he's playing the best football of his career at uh, the most important time, one might argue. So yeah, I think I'll be taking any price like that. I mean, I would have probably had a decent look at anything over two to one, but 10 to three, yeah. I think is just huge. What's your long shot then, Jimmy, for this coming weekend? Yeah, I've changed it three times today. I was gonna, <laughs> I, I was trying to convince myself to go with Blackpool away at Fulham, but 
with the run I'm on at the minute, I thought, don't be daft. Let's just go. Let's just go say and, uh, something that uh, a bit shorter and a bit more likely. And I've looked to the Peterborough against Sheffield United game, and I've gone with Rian Brewster to score any time. It's twenty-one to ten, which by the long shots we've been putting up this season standards is is a is a short one. But um, it's desperate straights at the minute, and I'm just keen to get back in the uh, in the old winner's circle. It, I was close to putting forward Rian Brewster Brace. You can get that at 14 to 1 with the same bookie. That's Univet. Um, and if you want to back that, I won't put anybody off. Um, and yeah, so just um, keeping a close eye on him, there's a sense that he's coming to the boil. He's got three goals in his last six, um, which is the, his best form in a, in, in a red and white shirt. And Interestingly, he's got more stats under the uh, more goals under the current manager Heckingbottom than he did the previous two, and I just think that's credit to how Heckingbottom works um, with, with the younger with the younger player with the youth team because he came from managing the the uh, not the reserves the under twenty threes and he he clearly has a great relationship with the likes of uh, Brewster um, and Die uh, and and some of the other some of the other more promising players coming through. Uh, Brewster himself, he looks ridiculously sharp at the minute. Uh, the uh, the last two games he's played, he started up front and he's got um, two centre-backs sent off straight ready, playing on the shoulder, rolling off him. Uh, and last man fouls, he won a penalty. Um, and he's at, he had more shots in the game against Luton, seven, than he uh, attempted passes six. And I think that, that sort of um, alludes to the way he plays. Um, he's always looking... If he, if he can't shoot with his first touch, he's always looking to um, size up a shot with his second, such as his hunger to, to score and uh, to make chances uh, for the team. Um, and like I mentioned then, he is playing. He does look to me like he's playing up front. If, if it's alongside Sharp, if Sharp's playing, it's more of a, uh, yeah, a two instead of playing uh, in the hole behind him alongside the likes of David McGoldrick. It looks like he's playing up front, evident as he's playing off the shoulder. And it's no coincidence that... Um, United has seen him play his best football because, like, yeah, he's playing in the position he should be playing in. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna play better. So, um, yeah, it's good to see him having a run up front, um, and he looks like he could be starting to rediscover the the form he had at Swansea. He scored ten in twenty appearances there, uh, and over the course of his career, he's got a quite impressive uh, goals per ninety average. Even taking into account the the dismal time he's had in South Yorkshire, so um, the price. Um, I think represents a bit of value just sort of seeing firsthand the the, the change in the change in uh, Rian Brewster's performance and how he looks uh, sort of emotionally so I think uh, getting him to score a touch over 2 to 1 against one of the uh, more poorer sides in the division looks like a safe way to get back amongst the winners I think it's a good bet not sure I can accept twenty-one to ten as a long shot, but I'll, mm. I'll let you off because because uh, <laughs> you are you are trying to find a, a winner for because you're on a bit of bad run, aren't you? Let's be honest. Um, anyway, let's go to my long shot, shall we? I've gone for no goal scorer in the Millwall v West Brom game, seventeen to two at Bet three six five. Both sides really really struggling right now. Millwall on a run of four straight losses, while West Brom have one win in six. Not good. And the main reason why it's not good is because both sides are struggling for goals. Millwall have gone nearly four hours without scoring in the league. They've been without their main attacking threat in Jed Wallace, who's injured, but has also been linked with a move away. West Brom have failed to score in six of their last seven away games, which I think is an astonishing stat for a side who are meant to be 
challenging for the top two, but that seems to be a bit of a distant memory at the moment. Um, they create a decent amount of chances, but are just terrible at converting them. So both sides more defensive than they are attacking. I can definitely see them cancelling each other out here. So as usual with this bet, make sure you pick no goal scorer in the goal scorer section instead of backing nil-nil in the correct score section. That's because if a goal goes in and it's an own goal, it gets ignored by the bookies and your bet is still in play. So that's my long shot for this coming weekend. No goal scorer in the Millwall v West Brom game at 17-2 at bet 3-6-5. Our treble this coming weekend is Bournemouth, Preston and Bristol City, both teams to score and Forest to win. Um, That is a mixture of my nap, Jimmy's nap and his next best for this weekend. That pays £82 if you put a £10 bet on at Bet365. So that's Bournemouth to win, Preston and Bristol City, both teams to score, and Forest to win. £10 pays £82 at Bet365. Right, let's just do a quick recap. Jimmy, what have you gone for this weekend? Yep, my nap is Bournemouth to beat Barnsley. That is 13-17 with SBK. My next best is both teams to score in Preston's game against Bristol City. That is 19-20 with SBK. And my mammoth long shot is Rian Brewster to score any time at 21-10 with Unibet. If you have, I might just... Uh, I don't, yeah, just leave it as that. You can have the brace at 14-1. I, I, I also won't put anybody off that, but... Fair enough. My nap, straightforward one. It's from the late game on Sunday. Forest beat Cardiff 13 to 8 at bet 365. Tom Lawrence to score any time for Derby against Birmingham 10 to 3 at Paddy Power and Betfair. And no goal scorer in the Millwall v West Brom game 17 to 2 at bet 365. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. Um, I was looking at the fixtures for when we should next be back, Jimmy. And it's a bit sparse, the old fixture list coming up. Next week, we have got midweek games, but we've only got four to pick from. And then the weekend after, we've only got four games to pick from as well. So I'm wondering if maybe we take a break until the Monday after the next one, just because then, as we always say, we don't want to be betting on you know, a sparse round of fixtures and just betting for the sake of it, do we? So mm. uh, we'll hold off, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday the 7th for our next round of betting so that we can give you uh, a full round of fixtures to choose from and uh, find some value from them. So that's next time. We'll see you, ladies and gentlemen. Monday the 7th will be our next episode. Until then, this has been the Second Tier Betting. Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. I've been Brian Dilks. And to you, listener, thank you for listening.